0: Down to dunk.
1: I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub and I'm down to dunk.
0: I'm Shea Gootz Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk.
1: I'm Mike Mascal and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. This is Lou Dort,
0: and I'm the uh, Dort.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, as always, on Mondays, is my good friend, Michele Barra. Michele, oh, what's up?
0: Well, we <clears throat> I almost missed the pod. We just almost. <laughs> I forced you to <laughs> ask for questions, and <laughs> and uh, finally, I was able to to join. So, Yay.
1: We have 87 responses as of right now, so we should probably get to it. There's some news of the day within this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if anybody touches on it that we can give them Give them a little credit here. Uh, I'm not seeing it so far. So some of the, that happened today is that the Thunder are sending Poku. Whoops, going to turn that off. Are sending Poku to the G League, and that's good news. It's good news. It's a step in the right direction for Poku. He is not going to like be playing with the Thunder like this week, but it'll he'll spend some time in the G League from what I understand, and uh, hopefully get back on the court with the Thunder. So uh, that's a good thing. Step in the right direction, and obviously news that's a little bit bigger is just Shea returning last night playing ridiculously well <laughs> for the Thunder last night. He was so dumb. And, I, and a lot of focus is on J-Dub today, which yes, shiny new toy. He's amazing. But Shea had 38 points on 17 shots last night.
0: Yeah, That's, that's the only thing. <laughs> <saying. laughs>
1: <laughs> and seven I... boards, four assists, three steals and a block.
0: Yeah, the block was amazing. I mean, I yeah. I watched the game on my iPhone at the airport, so I, I it was not the best view, but I I couldn't stop watching. I mean, I I almost missed the flight. Um, I just had <laughs> to to get through this. It, it, it was I know it's jazz. They just, just are playing not the greatest brand of defense as oh, of late,
1: dude. They- you want to see what tanking looks like? You just go watch these last two Jazz games because not yeah. only are they sitting guys, where like they sat their guards in Game One and then they sat marketing in this game. They let Clarkson play, but it's like yeah. whatever. I mean, they were tanking. Some of those lineups. I mean, even Rockets fans would be like, "What are you doing? Like that's disgusting. Why are you doing that?" You know.
0: You're not a big Juzang guy.
1: Johnny Juzang has the coolest name in the NBA. Yeah. but that guy is is not good uh yeah. giving chris dunn 27 minutes in a basketball game hey i mean he's he's bad man know. he's not good he's bad yeah he made but some sh- he made some, shots he made some is, shots last night fine but that dude no no
0: yeah i remember the hype i mean i was really into chris dunn as a prospect like very good defender. Hey man, yeah. Um,
1: Out of Providence, I would I would have probably I was definitely into him. I'd probably be into him right now if we were in if you are Providence this year. <laughs> Just thinking about the kind of player he could be. But yeah, not him. No. Uh and so before the game, Mark, so last night I was clearly not working. I was a fan of the game last night. We'll address some of that later. Um so I wasn't working last night. Took the family to the game. And so I didn't get to hear the post game or the pregame comments until uh, this morning, actually. I went and took a look at it and actually uh, kind of formulated some thoughts around it. So this is, I mean, if you think the Thunder are tanking, go take a look at what they're doing with Shea. It's like they want to find a way to get him out onto the court in a way that makes sense for him. And yeah. so. It's good from the perspective of if you think this Thunder team has a chance to make the play in, great. Like they're they're gonna try. Certainly they're gonna try. And Shea is gonna play in as many games as he can. Now he's not gonna play on back to backs, which they have one upcoming. Uh, second out of a back to back's in Phoenix. So maybe that's one where you're like, you know what? Phoenix is pretty good. <laughs> So that's kind of okay. And then they have a back to back with uh, the Pelicans in San Antonio. Now, if I'm the Thunder, I play them against the Pelicans and then I set them against San Antonio because San Antonio just stinks and you can probably beat them without him. So that's, those are two of the back to backs. They're actually, (laughs) it's kind of funny because like Mark announces, like, hey, listen, he's probably not playing it back to backs. And it's like, well, by the way, after this game, we have two back to backs, back to back. They have back to back, back to back. Um, and then they have two more after that. So they play the Clippers and the Lakers in L.A., back-to-back. Flip a coin as to when you want to play him there. Who would you rather him play against, Clippers the or The Clippers. Lakers? Yeah.
0: Just to, just to see. I mean, yep. it's um, – I would still bat on the – I mean –
1: <laughs> I would play him against really the Lakers because winning. If you want to get in the play, and you play him against the Lakers.
0: Yeah. But, you know, the Lakers are high variance, while the Clippers are not. So I don't know.
1: What do you mean? The Clippers know. are kind of stunk lately.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they, they steadily stunk or they are <laughs> steadily okay. <laughs> Lakers yeah. are high variance. You can get yeah. like um no LeBron Lakers game and have them hitting 40%, 45, 48% of their shots.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the Lakers did that the other night in Yeah, you know, exactly. The so, yep.
0: I mean, sure, if you want to maximize the idea of winning, yes. If you want to risk it a bit, you can get both. Mm-hmm. I mean the same as you do with, with San Antonio. You you try to play him against the best team because I don't, I can say the same for San Antonio and and uh, the Pelicans. I mean mm-hmm. you you if you want to win one for sure, you play your team against San Antonio and you win that one. Mm-hmm. But you can say in your head, hey, um, if I can get both, if I want to get both, I need to play them against. I need to play him against the worst team, mm-hmm. the best team, and, and try to play without him against the worst.
1: Yeah. Then they have one more back to back, which is like the mis- most inconsequential back to back in the history of the NBA, where it's in OKC against Charlotte, in OKC against Detroit. At the end, oh, that's so, nice. So that's honestly, nice honestly <clears throat> he says, can take two games. I was going to say, sit him against both and just let J. Dub and Giddy cook. And
0: yeah, and and you can also, I mean, in, in those games and same way on the back to back against San Antonio, I mean, there's no need for him to play 38. Yeah. Like, you can can play him on the front back of a back-to-back and just play him two and a half quarters, and that's it.
1: Yeah. So those are expectations as far as, like, him sitting the rest of the season. I would expect him to sit for rest one, two, three, four times, maybe up Mm -hmm. to five or six times, I would guess, just Mm -hmm. depending on how he's looking. And also depending on where they are. I mean, if they go out and they lose to Golden State, they lose to Phoenix – Lose to the Pelicans, you're just you have to start at some point. You have to be like, okay, when is it not worth it to manage this situation anymore for him? And yeah. you know, if they're far out, and like let's say the Lakers go on a big winning streak, and maybe the Blazers do too, whatever. The, like, there is that. I, what I'm saying, I don't, I don't believe that at all. I think the Blazers okay. absolutely just, stink. just to check. Yeah, and he, even like Lillard almost like gave that away. Uh, in an interview over the weekend where he talked about how he thinks he can score a hundred in a game, which is just like, Hey, I don't really care about what we're doing. <laughs> I can go score a hundred. Um, but there are circumstances. What I'm saying is that I think there are circumstances where it's not worth it to continue to manage an injury. And there mm-hmm. are situations that are, I think they are currently in a situation where it's worth it to manage the injury. Yes. And, He played well enough last night. It's good. They're also going to change the way he plays in the rotation, and this is where, like Shea's rotations, are the easiest ones to pick out out of everybody on the team, just because everybody else is pretty erratic, while Shea stays pretty much the same. Where he plays all the first quarter and all of the third quarter, and then he'll come in toward the end of the second. He'll come in, you know, halfway through the fourth, the
0: the, the fifth minute mark in the second, and depending on how the game's going. Like eight,
1: eight to five, typically yeah. in the fourth, depending on how things are going. Yeah. So, like, that's going to start to change too. I don't think they're going to play him as long a stretch in the game. So. Yeah, they
0: already started against the Jazz. I mean, he yep. went out with two minutes to go in the first.
1: Yeah, it felt unusual. Um, yeah, to see that happen. Yeah.
0: Can we talk about J. Dub just a second? Just a second.
1: Let's. The questions are going to get us to J. Dub. I promise <laughs> you. Like people are on fire for this for this guy right now. Um. He's been he's been so so good. Uh, lots of f- fun questions from people, but okay. So this one is from Bublé. Bublé from Michael Bule. Uh What's it going to take from J Dub the rest of the way to overtake Paolo in the Rookie of the Year ranking? So I th- I think that it's. I just don't think you can overcome what Paolo did early on in the season. I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, You're going to definitely get some NBA uh, smart guys in there that will pick J-Dub just because of the efficiency stuff. And I I put this on Twitter uh, not that long ago, but (laughs) this is just crazy uh, what he's been able to do. J-Dub is the only rookie... Taking six or more shots shooting 50% or better from the field. Nobody, no other rookie that's taking six or more shots. Like the bar isn't that high. I thought, so I started looking and there's just like a handful of guys shooting 10 or more shots and he's one of them. And I was like, oh, look at that. Like he's one, the only guy taking 10 or more shots, shooting 50%. I said, well, let's, let's just knock it down and wrong. Eight shots. Fine. It's like, okay, all right, how about seven? Nope, still so nobody. Six? No. We had to go all the way down to five where it's like Jalen Duran and he's shooting yeah. really well from the field yeah, because and he only Walker dunks. Kessler and yeah, Walker like Kessler, that. who only dunks, too. And it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um,
0: have you checked the percentage of him as a starter? Uh, I, I glanced through that, and it's, it's
1: insane. I have not. Do you have it? Do you have it queued yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I have it here. Tell so me. it's 47 games. Like, this is a huge sample size.
1: Yeah, that's
0: he's fourteen point two points per game, fifty two percent from the field, thirty six point eight percent from three, yeah, seventy six point four percent from the line, four point seven rebounds, three point three assists, one point six steals, and one point five turnovers.
1: Yeah, this
0: is just batshit crazy. Sorry, I, it's, it really it's, is. It's, it's 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 insane. Like, yeah,
1: yeah in twenty eight games since January first, is fifteen five and almost four two steals. Yeah fifty
0: yeah. thirty nine seventy seven yeah it's the the defense is ramping up every single game he's he getting is better. more physical every single game I mean last night he was bowling guys like physically challenging guys like Clarkson say okay I'm bigger and stronger than you mm-hmm. and you have to feel me for the entire night that is that is the i mean I know that the shot is is amazing and the fact that he's he took six shots. To me, it was just being... Uh, it's, it's basically Christmas again. Um, but, but the defense is, is such an important part. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that you can have Shea and, and J-Dub being the core part of your defense and not the that, that complementary guys, this is exactly what you need with Giddy. I know that we discussed this already. The fact that you can have four real defenders on your starting unit plus Giddy. Yeah. But if that is real, then wow, that's that that's a game changer right there.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, it and really is.
0: to answer the question of your uh, I don't remember the, the name, but I mean he would need to average what is averaging post all star, like twenty-one point five points, sixty percent from two, fifty percent from three, and just OKC goes on a crazy run. Yeah. Like if that happens and he, he is with shade, the face. Of this stretch, maybe you get some rookie of the of the year vote. Maybe he'll, he'll he has probably, to do something like that.
1: It, I just wouldn't count on it. I think he's locked for all rookie first team with the way that he's played. Yeah, um, but
0: I mean, there's still twenty games left. If he goes into a crazy run, like crazy means like insane numbers, then maybe.
1: Here's the thing, though. What's the, what's the uh, highest number of shot attempts that he's had all season?
0: I don't know. Probably last night.
1: So he had 19 against the Lakers earlier this season. And, like, you look at Paolo, like, he's had multiple 20-shot games. He had 26 yeah. shots against Charlotte the other night. You know, some of it is opportunity and aggression. Mm-hmm. With him. Like, Paolo's been, yep. like, pretty inefficient lately, especially from deep, where he just, like, cannot get his three-ball going, essentially, since the turn of the new year. And... But J-Dub, he's, he's so good for this team, because... And, and this is, like, similar to, like, Ben Matherin, too. Like, Matherin and Bunkero are just, like, so much more aggressive with their scoring, mm-hmm. where J-Dub is, like... Let me find the exact shot that is that fits me. Yeah, within like in the month of November, uh, Matherin already t- had a 22-shot game. You know where it took it took him it took J Dub a while to like rev up to something like that, and Matherin's like trailed tailed off a little bit recently. But I think if J Dub was put in a position where Let's say he's on like the Wizards or on Charlotte or something like that, where it's like, hey, man, like we got nothing going on here <laughs> as far as shot creation goes. Like, just please help us. I think yeah. that he would have a shot now. And this is, and what we have to keep in mind is like, this is th- the best thing for the trajectory of the Thunder is that you have this player that's incredibly efficient, that can get his own stuff, he cuts incredibly well. Like he and yeah. Giddy play really well off each other. He plays well off of everybody, and he can go get his own. Um, he's unbelievable. He's got crazy long arms. He can finish anything around the basket. There are so many shots in the last few days that I've seen like up close in person that I'm just like, I don't think he's going to make that, and then he does, and you're just like, I just don't know how he's doing this. Like the touch around Have the you rim seen is unbelievable. The adjustment
0: he made to finish against Kessler.
1: Oh my gosh, dude! That's amazing. Yes. The
0: fact that he he turned a layup into a very close range half hook shot. I don't know what mm-hmm. what kind of shot is that. But he he seemed to react to a defense, and he,
1: and he makes it.
0: He makes it. Yes, that's that's
1: that's. You can good, make the adjustment good, all you want. Players make adjustments it. all the time, but yeah, to functional make it
0: and successful adjustment,
1: it's it, dude. I was saying this the other night to Joe. It was just like, I, my brain, when I'm watching him play basketball, just goes to some wild places. It goes yeah. to some wild places because 6'6", six, 7'3", six, wingspan. Yeah. Six, cr-
0: maybe a bit more than that, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the hair, 6'7". Um, S- hair counts. Yeah, hair counts. Doesn't, but doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Shot creation, off ball, Efficient shooter, great teammate. The defense is coming along. The shot is coming along. All of it's coming along very quickly. He has a bad quickly.
0: taste for cereal, though. How 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 do you cope with that?
1: I'll live with it, man. Okay. Sacrifices. We all we all make sacrifices in life, and I'll make this one for the for the team. That's good. Um, but he's been he's been unbelievable, man. Like he's just been so so good, and he's just impactful every single night and he's really just started to come on in the last, you know, four games. He's 27-5 and 8, 24-4 and 7, 26 and 4 and 32-5 five and 5. It's like okay.
0: Wow. Yeah. Did, again, and then we need to get to the questions, but I know. The the way in which he aggressively plays defense and yeah. the way in which he aggressively gets into his shot. I mean, last night we shared the court. Say, okay, now 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 I'm going I'm going to cook. Yeah, he's and starting to figure that.
1: it out, and he's he's confident. Like he he when he does something where he's where he's uh, you know using his strength or his body, you can see him you know flexing on guys, and you can see oh, yeah. him just really getting into it. Like he's really coming into his own here in the second half of the season. Uh, at bookout underscore Jacob says, "What is Jalen Williams' long term position?" I see him as a permanent fixture in the lineup around the shooting guard small forward spot with Josh, depending on need for thickness or length, which leads me to a Hendricks-Walker-type prospect for the Dream Thunder ad.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree that he's a swingman. He he can play... I think he can play three positions um, for real. Like, not... In, I mean, he needs to learn and how to three, play
1: one, two, right. three. Point guard through small four, Yeah, no, or? you're right.
0: It's four positions. Um, yeah. I, I mean, in a starting unit, I, I always see Shea as the lead guard. Um, yeah. But I was saying, in a starting unit, he can play three roles. Yeah. Um, he can play center because you will play Chet there, and he can play point guard because Shay's there. Mm-hmm. But all the other three for me, he is a guy that can play yeah. um yeah, no he doubt. needs to learn how to be effective against guys like Markkanen because it, i mean against Utah it was clear that the best defender on Markkanen was Dort yeah. not him um yeah. he's starting to learn how to play physically with guys that are not his size he will need to learn how to play up a position defensively something that Kenrich has done so well when he yeah. does he can play those three positions and i mean i I hear the sentiment of getting a guy that is stronger um, and like Jaras Walker and guys like that, but he will, oh, okay, we are past 20 minutes, so I can actually talk about Dort. So, okay, uh, it's, my, it's time. <laughs> so I promise that I would not limit. talk about, yeah, yeah, I promise that I would at least contain myself for 20 minutes. Um, I mean, in total honesty, if you draft a very, very good prospect, at the four position chances are that your starting unit is the, the best starting unit you can have is still with Dort uh as as your two guard and so you need to play j and, and Giddy as three and four yeah um in the future I don't know uh Hendrix or Walker or even one of the Thompson mm-hmm. brother can be a better solution a better long time solution for the starting unit but yeah. today I mean I would. Much rather, if I have to play for for winning basketball, uh, I mean, players that are already on the roster like Wiggs, Kenrich, uh, Wiggs, Kenrich, and, and Dort are better uh, than than any rookie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That yeah. is not Wembenyana or Scott Anderson.
1: Yeah, yeah. With Hendricks, I just worry like can he put pressure on the rim like they want everybody to. Mm. Um, defensively, there's a lot of tools there. He's He's like the the ideal like size for a four man, and like has the agility that you want as a four man. I just, I guess I just worry a little bit about just his like skill set overall. But good size for position, long arms, can shoot, but is not a guy that you want putting the ball on the floor. And so I just I I wonder about that aspect of him, and then. You know,
0: maybe ooze is going to be the long-term solution at the four. Who knows?
1: Maybe, maybe Jairus Walker. I just there's he's just not my cup of tea overall.
0: <laughs> I know no, we I'm, don't have
1: to go into it. And like I've had like uh, lengthy discussions with four hundred five uh, four hundred five fan on Twitter about it. And it's like I don't know. At the end of the day, he's not my guy. But if the Thunder, you know, pick him, great. Like I'm not gonna be mad about it. I think he's good
0: yeah it's 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 not whether he's good or bad it's yeah
1: about he is a good what player. we
0: like about what what what, what this player um, pass you as I mean in, in terms of feelings and 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 I mean yes we need to be analytically uh, based we need to look at numbers, but yeah. we also need to look into um, our projection. Of guys into what the thunder are, yeah. and I, if you project him there, and I need to go back and rewatch him for sure, but I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a guy that he um,
1: just doesn't have the he flu- doesn't have the fluidity for me.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at Jang, um, I don't know if you have any questions about him. Uh, if so, we can use one to to discuss him a little bit.
1: Uh, we did have one about Taylor Hendricks that came from at CZ Steel. Just how thundery is he? I don't think he's that thundery, to be honest. Um, no,
0: I meant, do you have any questions of, uh, on Jang?
1: I know. I just wanted to hit that real quick. Um, at oh, okay, Brandon sorry. A. Ebert, what kind of things do you want to see from Usman to finish out the year to make you feel hopeful about his future with OKC? Feel as though yesterday was a great example of just an all-around solid game that can make him a part of the core for the long haul?
0: Um, two things, mainly. Uh, keep being aggressive with the shot.
1: Yes, I mean, please. that part of it,
0: oh, I really like. But I, the moment I liked the most about Jang, it, it was um, a switch on Clarkson mm-hmm. where he didn't do much, but he was able to keep him in front and be straight, straight up. With his arm extended and i don't remember if if it was clarkson or another guy but anyway um this guard went to his pull-up jumper and he was way short because he didn't have a view of the basket yeah this is what jen can do Mm -hmm. i mean physically he's not there you can clearly see that he's not there he's getting there but he's not there yet uh he's bigger uh, a little bit thicker than, than what he was at the beginning of the season and and you can see him being more Oh, more. Um, I don't. I don't know how to say it, but but he's using his body better than at the beginning of the season. Um, but these moments where you can see him sliding and keeping a quick guard like Clarkson in front and just playing normal, steady defense. These are stuff that are really, really important um, because if you can put um, like uh, a lot of pounds there and keep part of this agility then you have a guy that can really play he's gigantic I mean he's He's you can clearly see that he's like much taller than Jay Will
1: yeah yeah definitely I want to see I'm not even that concerned about physically how he's going to progress I honestly just don't think that's going to be that big of an issue I think just the issue is just like can he become more aggressive period like the end like can he Do you be, need him to be? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. As a
0: complimentary guy.
1: He just floats around too much, though, man. Like I just, I know, I can't, I know, I, I, I don't, I just don't see it for him. If he, if he just floats around, I just don't see it. I think yes, he's,
0: he, he needs to play with.
1: But I would. He plays with switch. like almost. I mean, there were a couple plays last night where I was like, okay, good. Like he at least has like a little bit of force in him. Yeah. There's just too many other times though that he just doesn't play with any force whatsoever on either end. Like he's just kind of there just letting things happen. Yes. And no. Like you don't make it you don't make it in this league today and play like that. Guys, you just don't make it. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Name I, like I, a good I, even a good I, role player that just like lets things happen. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. I do. Um there were multiple moments for guys like wiggins for example uh last year he is very adept was very adept of playing a role but there are moments where you can see him just playing not with level of force i like force better than aggressiveness to me yeah. are two different things sure i like to use words like purpose and force because yeah. it's not just yeah i need to get mine it's not that okay he needs that necessarily but it needs for him to play with purpose every single possession i need to be there i need to do that i need to set a screen i need to put like all my strength into this screen because i need to free up Shay. these are the stuff not necessarily being aggressive with the need of getting shots up um and if that is your point i completely agree um but i i like to see moments of him flashes of him uh playing a role that i think he can. He can produce value for the Thunder in. I mean, there is room at the four, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that person's. I mean, in order to play with this team, you just have to be good. Like you have to be, you have to play with force, and you have to be good, and you have to have some kind of. Even I mean, aggression. I think is even a fine word in this in this sentence. Just like you need to be have somebody that's not just going to let. Things happen around them. They're going to be yeah. a part of the action. And they have plenty of guys on the team that will do that. I think, frankly, that's part of the reason why Trey Mann is like now in and out of the rotation. I think it's a little bit why Jeremiah Robinson Earl, too, is like there's a lot of that happening with JRE since he came back. And it's yes, like,
0: but also before.
1: Yeah, and before. And that's why, like, yeah. Kendrick Williams, okay. Let's just, if, if like all of the talent sliders, like on 2K, were slid in. Kenrich doesn't make it in the top like nine, but because he is forceful with the way he plays, like he is. Well, I think you're being generous with well, nine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could be twelve. I don't know. Like he, he yeah. shouldn't. Kenrich, if you look at his story from when he was like 18 years old, you would have said there are. 300,000 teenagers exactly like him in the United States of America vying for spots on college teams. And he is no different than just like any random kid trying to get into college. He go I mean he had to battle his way to get to D1. He shouldn't have been here. But because he plays with this force that I'm talking about, he gets to play and he gets to be a fixture in the Thunder rotation, I mean, you look at like Trey Mann as an example of a guy who's not playing with with great force. Yeah. Um. The reason that Eugene Omarui played at all for the Thunder this year was because he played with just like this tremendous force. Yeah. And if guys don't make it, and this is this is just all about Jang. Like if Jang's not going to make it, it's not because he's not talented enough. The dude, no, has, he's talented. the dude has talent. Out the wazoo, he is doubly talented, like maybe even triple the talent that Kenrich Williams has because of the size, the length, the passing ability, the
0: elegance of his driving. I mean, he his is handle, very like he's got, he's
1: got all of it. Yeah, and if you gave him the brain of Kenrich Williams, he would be an all-star. Oh yeah, like I full, I firmly believe that. But I don't know that he has half of what Kenrich does when it comes to like this playing with force thing. I don't know that he's got it. Maybe they can unearth that from him because that's the one element missing from his game. That if he had that, I would be all in. And you know who has that? J Dub has that. Yeah. And like that's why I like firmly believe in it. Giddy has it too. And like that's why like I can't not believe in Josh Giddy because he's yes. got it too. And, like, those two have it. shay has got it. And it's obviously very important that whenever you have that element of force and the element of just, like, crazy talent that guys like Shay and J-Dub and Giddy have that you're just like, okay, I just believe in it. Like, I just believe that they're going to yes. make it happen. That's wh- That's how people were with Giddy's shot. Like, people that are around him a lot are just like, you know what? I think I'll figure it out just because, like, I just believe in the guy.
0: Yeah, like no, people I, close I, I to him you. would um, say stuff like that,
1: and this and this is why with Jang, I'm just like, I just don't, I I don't know. It's going to be up no, to I, if he I can agree. figure it's, that it's not area a no. out. Yeah,
0: it's I need to see more, and and I think that this comes also with playing. I mean, y- you don't have unlimited playing time to yeah. show what you are about. Yeah. I mean, this is part of the JRE dilemma. I mean, he played a lot, and we're not seeing what we like to see. We want to see him destroying the other guy. And with Jung, I mean, you can be patient because he's very young. You can be patient two, or three years, uh, but that's it. And and he has to show something as early as summer league or next season. He needs to he needs to be better at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that the player that 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 has 36 37% from three um, will find a role at that size, no matter what. But the the quality and the level um, depends on I mean, in a play of setting, uh, if he's if he doesn't put force in in his play, you will always get a guy like Kenrich first in instead of jank, even yeah. if he's better shooter, better offensive creator and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. when you're hiring for your small business you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free when it's time for me to find a job i went right to linkedin jobs they helped me find the right employer and it was man very very easy process like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll go ahead and address this 34 minutes into the podcast from our guy, Jay Ralph Smith. This is Jay from the FryPod. How hard was it to find Rumble? And how was your stress level as the timer got close to zero? Michael, I don't know if you even saw this. Did you see this? No. Okay. So I go to the game with my family. I'll, I'll lay all this out for you guys. We are sitting in the stands with like 10 minutes, 10 minutes before tip. We're just kind of getting settled in. Got the kids, their popcorn and everything. They're sitting down. They're munching on it. We're watching players warm up and everything. And a lady from Game Ops comes up to me with a clipboard and she's like, hey. I'm like, hey. She's like, would you want to participate in a, in a game, you know, right after halftime? I said, uh, yeah, what's the game? And she was like, it's find Rumble. <laughs> she kind of explains this game where I have to use one of the cameras in the arena to find where Rumble is, you know, s- situated in the arena. And I'm like, yeah, I, sure. Like, she doesn't know that I do a Thunder podcast. She doesn't know that I'm even part of the media. And so I signed this waiver, and it has like all these like different things. Like uh, you can't be you can't be an employee of the Thunder. You can't be associated with blah 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 blah. I don't meet any of those criteria. I end up telling her like, "Hey, listen, like I I'm part of the media. I'm just off tonight, and I you know do a Thunder podcast." She's like, "No, that's no no problem whatsoever." So okay. Anyways, I'm like, okay. Well, this is gonna be really weird. So I go and I'm like on the jumbotron. And have to find Rumble. I, from the moment that I was supposed to find Rumble, I felt like my brain turned off. Just like, just dead. Like I just had nothing going on upstairs. And I am looking for Rumble. I, I mean, he could have had flashing red lights on him and it would have been impossible to find him for me because I had no brain activity going on. My kids, my uh, older two kids... My youngest son had already fallen asleep, so he was down with my with my wife, and then my older two kids walked up there with me, and so they're up up there jumping up and down like crazy. I found him at like the very last second, and okay, so
0: you did find him. Okay, I did. Nice. I did find
1: him. It was a miracle. It was an absolute miracle that I actually found this guy. Um, anyways, won the prize pack. It was very exciting. Um, but yeah, I wasn't working last night. Some people were like, "How does a media person get chosen for <laughs> this thing?" And I'm like, "Well, for w- for one night, I was not part of the media. I was just a just a fan, just like you, sitting in the stands, taking my kids to the game. My kids got to uh, meet Shay and get his autograph for the game, and they're so pumped up. Like that was part of the reason that we went is that my boys were really wanting to do that. Uh, so it was a great time. We had a, we had an absolutely." lovely time and it was hilarious that i got chosen for this find rumble thing um so anyways i didn't cook the books the the lady didn't even know that who i was she probably even thought i was like that me telling her that i do a thunder podcast she was like man what a loser you know (laughs) like he probably does thunder podcast like 10 people listen to it cool man yeah don't worry you don't need to worry about this at all (laughs) it's just really funny
0: well you'll see if uh, someone tell her something next time you see her
1: it's on the thunder reddit page already like they do a daily dort and they just put a picture of me wearing my dort shirt up on uh, <laughs> on reddit so shout outs to the reddit community but it's just ridiculous but yes jay it was so hard to find rumble and my mm-hmm. stress level as the time got closer honestly my brain was so turned off i couldn't even comprehend what how much time was left I didn't even know how close it was of, of me getting finding him or not.
0: I need to. I need to find that video. The people around mm. me were
1: freaking out. Okay, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. I haven't okay. like promoted it or anything just because I feel weird about it. But, um, but I'll send it to you. It is a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. The so the best video that I've got was my my wife uh, taking a video of me doing it from the stands and like just videoing my kids' reaction. To it as I found Rumble, and that was definitely my favorite part of it because they were both <laughs> very excited about it. Uh, okay, let's go to some more questions. Uh, we'll
0: never get to eighty-seven, right?
1: I think we've answered like four in forty yeah. minutes.
0: That's a good pace.
1: Yeah, we're gonna. We'll, we'll no, we'll get through all of them. <laughs> At Joe underscore Subsubuski. Uh, thoughts on Keldon Johnson as a trade target for OKC? He fits the timeline, great contract, provides shooting and versatility. San Antonio would be unlikely to trade him, but what do you think of the fit? And how much would you trade for him? Uh, if you think that, it, and how much do you think it would take to get him from San Antonio?
0: Um, I would, if I were a good team, I would like him. Yeah. Not for OKC. He's too short. It doesn't solve my problem.
1: Yeah, no. Like he's, what is he measured at?
0: Six, six, five and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not a four. I mean, J. Dub's no. bigger than him.
0: Yes, um, and I would not. I would spend a pick on Vassell. I really like him.
1: Oh, I was speaking of half picks
0: on him. Two picks, okay,
1: on Vassell. I mean, the problem is he's not. I mean, Vassell would be great if he was six eight. But he's also like 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. Like he's not huge.
0: He's 6'6, six, six, but he
1: is different
0: than Kelden. He's really a shooter. I mean, he can give him 10 shots per game from three and he will take them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 40% on seven attempts per game. Yeah. Kelden is third. <laughs> Kelden had a great season last year and had a great start to this season shooting the basketball. Yeah. But he is tailed off quite a bit. He's. and he's 36% for his career. Like, you're right. He's not like the knockdown shooter that you want. No, he's not. I mean, Vassell is, and Vassell has got long arms. And, but if I'm San Antonio, like he, if, if I'm going to care about anybody on this roster, it's Vassell. It's him. And I, and I'm a big Sohan guy. And Sohan's Mm -hmm. a lot younger than Vassell too. I think he's like three years younger. But if I were to care about anybody, it's that kind of guy and the kind of trade chip too cuz we just i mean we just saw with Phoenix like they had a guy a lot like Devin Vassell and he became kind of the centerpiece along with picks to get Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. And so
1: if I'm San Antonio, I'm not just selling this guy off for picks. You know, I'm just that's that's not something I would be willing to do.
0: No, um, you're right. I mean, the only way I can see that is if they get a guy who is not Wemby, who is mm-hmm. not Scoot, and they are way, way behind the schedule. Yeah. Um, and then a guy like say, okay. You have to end up with like like, Amon
1: Thompson, and they're just like, "Oh boy, like this is it's going to take some like big time development for him to figure this out." But but honestly, like Vassell would help a guy like Thompson so much. yeah,
0: yeah. It's no, you're right. It's 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 not a good trade. I mean, um, you would try to extend him. You can extend him. You can even give him a max if you want. It's it's yeah. uh, It's not that you have any issues in terms of your salary Mm -hmm. cap structure, so you can overpay him uh, and then say okay. Um when we will be ready, you will you already got your money and yeah. we'll see you later. Yeah. So no. Um no. I would not target Kellen Johnson today.
1: Yeah. At Boer Win 17. My biggest issue with this squad is rebounding. I know things will be different with chet, but do you see this as an issue going forward?
0: Um they're not a terrible rebounding team in general. They are a bad defensive rebound team chet will help quite a lot
1: yeah he's with that. a really good rebounder
0: yeah he is a good i mean he rebounding is also about putting your body onto the opponent best rebounder which is something that, that chet can do we yeah. have pretty good rebounders all over the floor mm-hmm. just need to protect the paint a little bit better and something that is also important in the, the the reason why OKC is, is struggling a bit in rebounding is the the type of defense they are playing. I mean, if you if you have your big man constantly rotating because you don't have a good rim protector and so you have to switch a lot, then this big man will be out of position and you can concede uh, a little bit in terms of rebounding. With Chet, I expect the defense to change quite a bit and to have a more uh, drop kind of defense where... Chad will be closer to the rim quite the a rim. lot.
1: Yes. And not just the swarming is, it can just kind of it. leave the defensive rebounds up for grabs at times.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have defense defenders that will be aggressive in fighting through screen, but Chad will not switch. It mm-hmm. will stay a little bit behind. So it's still a swarming defense in terms of you have to close and you have to really force screens, but you have the center that is back there.
1: Yeah. So defensive rebound percentage, they're 29th in the league. Yeah. Offensive rebound percentage, do you know where they're at?
0: Um, top 10?
1: Yeah, 11th.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I I was listening to one of the pods, I don't remember which one, saying that is just below um, the, the half in terms of rebounding, but not like bottom 10 or anything.
1: Yeah, they're... 26 and rebound oh, percentage. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, I mean, they've got to get better. Something that will also help with them is age and just guys like Giddy and Jada. Not that obviously those guys are already good rebounders, but I think they can even be better just like yeah. walking up, like just yeah. being older. And a guy like Jang who can be allergic to rebounds at times. Like if mm-hmm. he's gonna play. He's got to get bigger, and as he gets bigger, he's going to get better rebounding. Like, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So, but Chet's going to fix a lot of those issues. They're never going to be a great rebounding team, but they're going to be really good at a lot of other things. And so... Yeah. If he, I mean, you have to pick your poison. Like, you're not going to be good at every single thing. And so, it's funny just because this is the team that... um that basically sold out for rebounds in that KD era, where there was like, no, we're going to have uh, Stephen Adams and Ennis Kanter, and like, that's, yeah. that's how we're going to do this. It's like, we're going to get way more rebounds than you. We're going to get more shots on the goal, you know, stuff like that. Um, and the Thunders still yeah, have time. Yeah, so they had Russ,
0: though.
1: And they had Russ, and they had Kevin.
0: Yeah, but Russ was uh, a generator of potential offensive rebounds opportunity. Because sure. of the type of shots he was, he was getting. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a really actually, nice way to put it. No, it's not. It's not. It's really about uh, missing having like a prolific mid range shooter, allows yeah. you to get more offensive rebounds opportunity. Um, instead, if you have like guys that just hoist trees, Bombs those three. rebounds are unpredictable,
1: erratic, sometimes way yeah. long. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see. At JGG512, with you and Joe cracking the code that Thunder looks for those who can put pressure on the rim, have playmaking skills, and extend themselves across multiple positions, is it obvious at this point who would be the targets in the lottery? Who is chief among them based upon this skill set? You have thoughts,
0: Um, I was thinking. That's a good question. I mean, Scoot definitely.
1: Scoot. Scoot would um, be one.
0: Um, the Thompson Brothers, I mean, I don't like their chances to be effective getting at the rim immediately. Yeah. I mean, they like some of the skills, but it's not that they will beat any defender
1: Yeah,
0: with the ball skills. Um, also,
1: I just don't think you can be a near hopeless shooter and play for the Thunder.
0: Wow. No, I agree.
1: Like I just I don't completely. think I and also need the ball in your hands. And that's why like Amon Thompson is really scary to me. Yeah. Because like I think
0: if you're at number three though, I think you get him anyway.
1: I would be I mean, he's a kind he's the kind of player that I think could set you back a year. Because it just might take some time to figure out how to play with him. And if he's gonna be I mean, that is an that kind of resource if you're picking at three is such a tremendously valuable resource that you're spending on a player like that you have to devote the time to do it yeah and so i would but would you not do it i don't know man i don't know what i would do i don't know what i would do because right the Amon thompson of today is a think ben simmons before ben simmons sucked you know Ben Simmons pre back injury pre Simmons pre that Hawks series. You know where it's yeah. and that's so a great the
0: okay p- version of Simmons.
1: we had all NBA.
0: In that version, you mean? Yeah. No, I, if that, I mean that's why I'm saying that if he's there, you pick him. That's and why you I'm figure it's, out.
1: It's 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 tough, and maybe I just don't know how amenable he is. Amenable he is to. <laughs> playing different positions
0: no he doesn't have to you he just he's just not a starter with okc or you start him yeah and just a token starter but you can you can think about lineups with i mean, thompson um chet Dub, joe and kenrich yeah that is a lineup where you can't it's tricky to play both Giddy I and mean, thompson that's that what i was gonna say that's
1: what i was gonna difficult. say can I just don't want to fall into another place where it's like, yeah, the Thunder are really good, but they can't put their five best players on the court at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't like that. There were years where the Thunder couldn't put their five best players on the court because they were overlapping positions and it didn't make yeah, sense. Know. Like, give me more. Know. And And this is why, like, having... And it would also... And maybe they end up getting him and it'll all work out just fine. But it's... But to me, it's like, I, I don't love it just because like they have made this like incredibly malleable team where yeah. like Shea can play multiple positions, Giddy can, J-Dub can, Chet's going to be there big and it's like you can put any piece you want around them except for maybe a big non-shooting guard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: non-shooting. And you're already,
0: you're already tinkering with that and it's working okay so far. Yeah, no, it's but great.
1: I, I- it's great. I And and Amon maybe will figure it out. I think he's not unwilling to take threes. And this is where like I feel a little bit different about Anthony Black because Anthony Black will take him.
0: And he th- Yeah, but you can get Anthony Black with the third pick. Not like with the high.
1: third pick, but like if they're at ten. You know. Yeah. He puts pressure on the rim. He's six foot seven. Crazy good defender, crazy long arms can pass he's not crazy good. He's a good defender, not crazy good. He just has that motor though. What we were what I was yeah, talking about earlier like he's got that 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 whatever it is that Kenrich has. Whatever you want to call yeah. it. That dog in him, people say they on the internet. Him. Okay. Okay. Like he's got that and that's where I, that's where I'm just like all right, I'm sold. Let him do it. Let him do it. Like he's the guy, bring him in. That's that's why I like him so much is that I just believe I believe in that kind of player. And Yeah, another
0: guy that really puts pressure on the rim is Nick Smith, Jr. He is really good at he, doing that.
1: And I think he'll—he's sh- got a chance to shoot it a lot better than these other guys do. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, he's a
0: shooter. I—I I really like him. I don't like any of the top guys for the Thunder. Doll they need—I I, would—I would again. I, if I'm there, I'm just getting the BPA and then figure out later it's—it's. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to say who is the who is is Nick Smith Junior better than Chris Dick. is the other way around. Yeah, um, who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I uh, we'll circle back on that in a few months. Yeah, I need we to go still, watch
1: some more of the Thompson guys. I, I just I have a disdain for OTE. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> that I just like. Yeah. This. I hate this. Um, and maybe Amin Thompson would figure it out. Because he's a he is a tremendous passer. I think he has the capabilities to be a really good defender, too. And he's like mm-hmm. – he has an athleticism that hasn't been on this roster since Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And he would add an element to this team that's like, oh, my gosh. Like the thunder out on the break are breathtaking because everyone yeah. can pass and they fly up the court and then Amon Thompson can come out of nowhere and just – just bring the hammer down and he just absolutely lights the paycom on fire because everybody's going berserk because he just jumped over, you know, bowl bowl or whatever, you know, like that's the kind of stuff that he could bring where you can get yourself really excited about him. Um,
0: yeah. Um, it's
1: like anything half court where shea has got the ball and he's camped out in the corner or he's on the wing and the defense is completely packing the paint. And Shea's trying to get there, and he's getting the ball poked away because there's four defenders in the paint, and Amon Thompson's just standing there. That's where I'm just like, I don't know.
0: Quick question. Would you rather have Josh Giddey, the number 10 pick in this draft, and all the uh, the four picks in 2024, or no picks at all, but you have Amon Thompson and Laurie Markin.
1: Give me the first one give me all the picks give me all the picks and give me giddy okay yeah i like marketing fine i think he's a good player um i'm not okay i don't love marketing he's a really good no need air. he's a really good player I, but I'm, i just I'm, i don't chose buy. you
0: to pick an all-star yeah Plus the number three pick in next draft,
1: a lower level All Star that's like does is not guaranteed to be a multi time All Star. I agree. Give me the other stuff. Give me the other stuff. And like I, I, I'm the wrong person to ask about like ejecting Josh Giddey from this team. Like I, he's he is super good and he's super I smart. And I, I believe in that. I just believe in him to figure it out. And. He was he was amazing last night, dude. As he was a, as a scorer, as a passer, as a rebounder. He was phenomenal last night. And it, they basically just played like the Jazz G League team or whatever. Who cares? Yeah, um, I'm not.
0: I'm not saying that I would do that. Right. I just yeah. thought like, hey, switch. And and if you don't like Mark and take Mikhail Bridges, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Still give. Still give me giddy and the picks. Yeah. It's I also just I that. also just trust Sam and his people to figure out which guy four through twelve is good and go. Get
0: yeah, him. and you and you can the the fun the fun part of this is if you get three, you get him, you get him and Thompson, you have years. Yeah, before have, the decision is made.
1: I mean, if you would have told me even last year, like, hey, you can keep the number two pick, but you got to trade, you know, the Clippers pick and something else for whatever. And you don't get J-Dub.
0: Yeah, it I depends agree. on the whatever. You know? But but I agree, but I understand what you mean. I mean, in, like, in, in 2024, like, they have like, a lot. Like, big mistake. And they can do a
1: lot. Yeah, like, big mistake. Because this dude is going to be a force in the league. Yeah. So that's where I'm just like, I'll, I'll trust the Thunder to do the right thing with this pick. Whether I mean... Whether that be Anthony Black or Grady Dick or Jairus Walker or Amon Thompson, Asar Thompson, whoever it is. Like I don't know. I, I've watched all these guys and I don't know who's gonna be the best. I just have I really just don't know. I but I do know that the guys that have thunder skills are probably Anthony Anthony Black is like toward the top of the list. Like he just checks most of the thunder yep. boxes, and that's where I just like. If you wonder why I've zeroed in on this guy, it's like, well, he just kind of does all the thunder things. It's and
0: also, Rayan Rupert. Don't forget about him.
1: Ah, Rayan Rupert, definitely getting th- better. He's getting better, and he's definitely checks all the thunder boxes. And he definitely checks the is a mystery man in the draft
0: box. I was talking about your French pronunciation, but also him getting better. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. Let's see what else we got here. Tons of questions. I'm sorry we can't get to all these. Um, at underscore Massimo, I, we answered your question already, talking about who's at the top of Presti's draft board. The honest answer is I don't know and I will never know. Um, but I can give you my guesses, and I've already kind of given those. Uh, start one, bench one, trade one. Isaiah Joe, Lou Dort, Usman Jang. Oh no. Yep. This is getting personal. This is from at CL forty two K. Let's let's say
0: let's put some context. Is it today? Today. Oh boy. I mean the the best player of the pack is Lou Dort as a starting player.
1: Shout out Lou Dort
0: um joe is still a to me a 20 minute kind of guy mm-hmm. you may get him on a good night but he's not my starter yet and i would trade jang today because the other two are actually contributing as a player as player. Okay. for the future i would actually switch quite
1: a bit okay so i hope let's say for the next five years
0: my hope is to start jang mm-hmm to ban Joe, and to trade Dort. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's tricky. Uh, I I think that for the Thunder to be exceptional, Lou will not be a starter. Is, would, it, is it fair?
1: Is it fair? Um, it's 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 on the uh, on the fence of fair. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, would you rather, if you can ha- if you can choose today? I mean. I mean Jang Jang as a starter makes sense if he's good.
1: It's a it's a big if. But yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know.
0: I know. I, this is what I, I'm I'm not banking on him being good. Yeah. It's, it's my hope. My hope is to start Jang. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Do I do I trust it to be true? No. I would put it at I don't know. Yeah. 25%. Yeah. A random number. Yeah. Which, which even, is also. That's even a quite quarter. high.
1: I think I'd take those odds every day if that were. Uh okay. At Chaz sample, did the Thunder make a push for the play in? I think with them playing Shea and managing this injury, like that's what exactly what they're doing is that they're making a push for the play in. Whether they get there or not will be very dependent on the way that the teams around them perform. I think the Jazz are dropping out. Like, book it. They're going to have the six best odds in the draft. Book that now. If you can make a, a wager, wager it. Put it, just take it to the bank. Like, that's it. For the Lakers and the Blazers, those are the other two teams like in this mix. I was like can the Thunder get to ten? Like do the, the Blazers are so sad? Do the the Blazers and the Lakers... like the Lakers won a really important one against the uh, the Warriors yesterday? Like that's a mm-hmm. that's a big one. Uh, and the Lakers have come up pretty big in in some games recently. So like, can they keep pushing? If they can, they're probably going to get in. And the Lakers yeah. might be on the outside looking in. Uh, the Thunder need to win. This game against the Warriors, Tuesday night. Yeah. If they win that game, I'm feeling a lot better about their playing hopes. If they lose that game and then have to go to Phoenix on the second night of back to back, not feeling great. So, yeah. these games mean something. Like these are games of consequence this season, um, and we're gonna see what this team is made of. So, which is really exciting. Like that's really fun. Yeah. Like we haven't.
0: And and also not conclusive. Those are game of consequence, but not. Where you can draw conclusions. No, no, that's why I said games
1: are consequence for this season because it's still. No, like, no, no. I, I completely agree. You know I just I mean? want
0: to point out that if they, yeah, if no, they somehow win just five of the next twenty games and they finish at thirty-four wins, yeah. thirty-five wins, that is still a good outcome for this season. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Yeah. it's an outcome that you can, it can live with, and you say okay. This is actually better than what I thought. Yes, mm-hmm. there was a moment where they lost five games. Uh, had they win three of of those fives, we could probably be in the in the play in. We are not because of we're not there yet. But mm-hmm. but you can. I mean, they will add a big big chunk of what they want to be next year.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And if you get this kind of Jade up for next season, I mean, <laughs> this alone. Oh my means gosh. means quite a lot. Oh my gosh. Which is yeah. a big if. Don't, don't, I mean, I, I made the huge mistake of projecting too much of three men last year. Way too much.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. We, we got to be careful, especially in that, and the thing with this season that we don't have with last season, at the end of the season, it was just like, boy.
0: Yeah. It was whatever.
1: Like, you just got to be careful with judging any player within the whatever, you yeah. know? Where right now so like, like
0: to project Kalatakis two point rate.
1: yeah don't do that don't don't do that but if like Dub steps up in these next like four games and they win three out of three out of four and Dub's like a huge reason why like i think you can put a little bit more stock into that yeah so, that's fair. yeah uh okay let's get michelle out of here let's also get me out of here because i gotta go pick up my kids from school i uh, hope you guys are having an awesome day and uh, we'll have another podcast for you on Wednesday with Alex Spears. Uh, should be fun. Fun couple games coming up. The Warriors game is particularly big at home. Um, so looking forward to being at that game. As a media member, I will not be finding Rumble <laughs> on Tuesday night. I can guarantee you that. And hopefully not ever again because the, uh, the amount that my brain shut off during that portion was actually really scary. So I uh, hope you guys have a great day, and we will talk to you guys again on Wednesday.